This is the Catholic Movie Guy Podcast. We are back on the Catholic Movie Guy Podcast, and this is a very special edition. This would be like when you come home after school and they have a very special episode of Blossom and you learn some important lessons. And today we're going to learn some important lessons about the greatest game known to mankind. Someone out there might think like chess or bridge, but it's poker. And to talk about poker and the movies, I brought in like a poker correspondent. Like, you know, when you have the Iraq war and they show the guy, he's he's there for some reason putting his life in danger to show you there's a war going on? That's you, Joe Kenny. Hello, this is uh, a very, very exciting time for me to be here. Nobody, nobody loves the Catholic Movie Guy podcast more than I do, believe me. And if you could actually see visuals, you'd actually see that I'm actually doing the proper hand motions to go yes. along with that uh, that yeah. uh, very adept uh, <laughs> vocal imitation that I was just doing. In addition to his impersonation talents, which are nearly limitless, he is actually one of the chosen few fans of this podcast. And, Indeed. Indeed. And, and he likes... The Tim Man on the podcast. I do. <laughs> so I'll admit it without shame. He is in, in the rarest of errors. Now, before we get started, I would like to encourage everyone to like my podcast, subscribe, five-star reviews on iTunes, etc. Tell your friends, your friends' friends, and your friends' friends' friends. But today... Stop people in the street yes, tell them about it. homeless people. Get, get them to a library so they can rate the podcast yeah. on a computer. Today... Joe knows lots of things, and that brings us to my second thing. Joe, Joe loves two things more than maybe anyone in the world but me, more than me, cigars. And, fantastic. And he has his own review channel, right? Yes, the, the, the Joe Knows Cigars channel on YouTube. Check it out. Even if you don't like cigars, you might actually start liking them after you see a few of my videos because they're that damn good. And there's a couple guys who help you on occasion. Yeah, there's a one of them I like a lot. Yeah, there's yeah. a dude uh, who's been affectionately dubbed the cigar gangster, hmm. uh, and he goes by uh, Mr. Stevens. It's, mm-hmm. He's he's a very entertaining uh, cigar companion, and uh, I like having him on as many reviews as possible. He's kind of a mi- man of mystery, an enigma wrapped yeah, in a riddle. I don't know, I don't know him, but I like his haircut. That's all I like. It's minimalistic, I would it say. It is, yes. Uh, so yeah. check so check that out and rate him and, and subscribe to him. He's great. But he also loves, along with the Catholic movie guy, poker. It's it's a fantastic game. It brings out the absolute best people. That's best with a B, believe me. <laughs> and I I find quite a few um, life parallels with the game of poker, which I think makes it a very very good topic to have for this podcast for poker themed movies. I think uh, poker themed movies are effectively. Life-themed movies, are they not? I, I could not agree more. I, uh, you know, and, and before you just turn this podcast off, if you have no interest in poker. I feel free. It's, a, it's somewhat a free. Country, Don't do so. it. You will regret it. I, I do think that it's it's worth hearing hearing us out on this. Bono, the great Bono, who is uh, you know a great singer and not so great at politics, <laughs> has a great line. I think it's from one of the songs on Octung Baby, and I'm going to murder it, but I'll, I'll paraphrase it. Every gambler knows that the the losing is the real reason you're there, or something like that. Okay. And that goes along with what you're talking about, which is poker 
is life because you have to have a certain amount of skill. You have to do your best right. to get anything out of it. Right. But no matter how well you do, you're going to endure hardships. Right. You're going to face uh, not only adversaries at the table, but also the adversary of fortune. Right. Of or the we, deck. Or we as Catholics might even say providence. Right. Yes. And that's exactly like life. You have to do your best to put yourself in the position to succeed. But nevertheless, sometimes you su- you fail even when you deserve to succeed. And sometimes all of us really, you know, uh, salvation-wise, succeed when we have no right to. Yeah, this is very true. Uh, and uh, tying in with that thought, uh, there's a, a phenomenon that occurs in poker that people who've played it long enough will recognize and understand that when things go badly, there's a huge temptation to get emotional, mm. and you start basically chasing your losses, doing things in an irrational fashion, trying to get back to even, as they say. Uh, but whenever that happens, and you start playing with emotion as opposed to logic, basically doing what is supposed to be on the right path, and start veering out of emotion, doing things that you normally would not do, things start to get worse, and your problems start to compound. Much like in life, if things happen to you that are not so great, and you start reacting to it emotionally as opposed to rationally, the problems tend to compound upon themselves. And, well, poker pros will tell you that's that's when you need to stop. You've yeah. got to stop and do some self-reflection before you move forward. Otherwise, you're just going to keep getting worse and worse and worse. Yes, and again, on a small scale, <laughs> this this game answer, or asks, and if you have a properly formed uh, well-being and, and conscience, answers every question in life really one of the questions that <laughs> you boil it down i'm not so, yeah. even joking one of the things that men have struggled with since the beginning is why do bad things happen to good people right. why does god allow evil to yes. exist why do good things happen to bad people why do you why why do you have this meritless fortune etc and we even have a joke when, when joe and i have been known to play an occasional game <laughs> And sometimes Joe, I mean, it's really not, it's just a, it's just a meme at this point. He's a, he's a good player. <laughs> but sometimes I'll make a joke like, why does God let good things happen to Joe Kenny? <laughs> That's poker, okay? And again, it, it is, it's a test of your resolve. When you lose, it, it's, it's a way to yeah, build Yeah, even patience. when you do everything right. Exactly. And uh, I mean, there are many lines, uh, not just from, from, from books, from movies, about you really, you really get to see a man's medal at the poker table. Not right. just how he conducts himself, how, how many, he deals with the law. How many philosophical cliches have come from poker? Mm. You know, you can't, you don't choose the hand that's dealt to you. You got to make the best of it. You got to play the yeah. cards you're dealt. Um, uh, never count your chips while you're at the table. I mean, there's so many parable-esque sort of cliches that come from this game. Right, don't and, slow roll, don't be a sandbagger. Yeah, uh, what a suck out. I mean, yeah, and even having a poker face, being able to handle um, yes. your, your fortune with, mm-hmm. with equanimity. So, that's a preamble to why you might want to care about the subject of poker right. if you don't like playing it. But, I have to say, maybe you'll agree, maybe you won't, we didn't talk about this. I don't know that poker, there are a lot of great poker scenes. Yes. On TV, on movie, or things I can't remember. Well, there's a lot of poker scenes. Let's just put it that but, way. But yeah, but there are not many great poker movies. Very few. And that's why you know I had to come up with five today. I don't say I won't say it's a struggle to come up with five, but it wasn't <laughs> like it took me 50 years, right? Because I haven't seen everyone, but I've seen almost all of them, and yeah. uh, it's not great shakes overall. No, it, it is amazing that more movies have not been made on the subject of poker because I feel like there's so much depth that could be explored. Uh, and it's amazing to me how few of these movies actually get poker right. Just like the fundamentals of poker right, 
what is it about every movie that in, that involves poker? It it always involves the climax is always two guys have really huge hands that no one would ever fold in a million years, and it always goes to showdown, and they always like, oh boy, I had a straight flush. Oh, but I had a straight flush that was just one card higher than yours. Ah, oh, damn, great yeah. cinema. No, no, it's it's really stupid. But see, that's that's a good point. I think that that's one of the things about movies. Like, it's like easy to make a movie. You make a movie about a you know a terrible disaster or a horrible war. Yeah. That's easy, right? Yeah. Because those are the extremes. No one, most people aren't going to live through that. Right. What's tough is to make a realistic movie yes. about everyday subject matter that, and make it understandable and yeah. You do want to you do want to avoid going on the other extreme, which is being too mundane or banal. Right. You don't want that. But at the same time, at least try to make it. I'm a, I'm a little bit of a poker nerd, so it's kind of, I'm not sure how much this is going to have as far as weight for anyone else who's listening, but it annoys me when there's obviously some lazy fundamentals going into the poker scenes. It'd be the same as like, you know, if a baseball movie had something in there that would just like, oh, come on, that would never happen in a yeah. real game. That's so stupid. And I think that's one of the difficulties in making a good poker movie is making it a somewhat complicated, and it's an easy game to just say the rules. Yeah. But to make a complicated strategic game palatable to people enough that they'll understand it, mm-hmm. but also make a realistic climax. So we're going to get into the top five. <laughs> the way it's going to work, folks, is I'm going to give my top five, and uh, Joe here is going to rip off of them and give his poker insider take on the quality specifically of the hardly poker. wait. I can hardly That's right. wait. But before we get into the top five, for only Joe and I know the top five. <laughs> there's a couple honorable mentions that I want to get out of the way first. Number one, there's a movie called The Grand, which Joe put me on to, <laughs> which is basically like a Christopher Guest best in show take on the on poker. Yeah. On the, was it on the World Series? Or was it it, it was a fictional poker tournament where it was a winner-take-all sort of prize payout. Um, and while this tournament doesn't exist in reality... The caricatures that it, that exist in the poker world, uh, some of them are kind of antiquated, I guess, but very much so still alive today are some of those caricatures. But back in the poker boom, which was like right after Chris Moneymaker won the World Series of Poker, so like 2003 through 2011, I guess, uh, these sort of caricatures were so commonplace that they it was easy for them to make this sort of farcical movie uh, poking fun at all the different poker jerks that are out and there's there. A, and there's a lot of great talent in the movie. Woody Harrelson's fantastic. Yeah, Woody Harrelson. You got David uh, Cross. David Cross. Oh, you have the uh, the wonderful... Uh, <laughs> oh, who he was in... Uh, gosh, Welcome Back, Cotter. Uh, he was a poker announcer. I can't oh, remember. Oh, Gabe Kaplan. Gabe Kaplan, the Gabe wonderful Kaplan. Gabe Kaplan. He was very good in that movie. Uh, Ray Romano, also in that movie. Lends yes. a lot of uh, good comic relief in that. A surprisingly good actor. He was also in... Uh, was movie from last year, The Big Sick, very good in that movie. But yeah, yeah it's a fun movie. Uh, I think everyone would enjoy it on some level. It's got the body humor, so it's yeah. probably more of a guy movie than a gal yeah. movie. But it'll definitely float your boat if you know, if you're familiar with televised <laughs> poker at all. It's good. <laughs> Even down to the announcers who like to put on airs during the televis- uh, the television of these games, they start talking as if they're somehow these gurus of the game, but they're obviously not. Otherwise, they'd be winning in poker tournaments exactly. and not, you know, commentating from a booth. Yes, but. my favorite, of course, is Vince Van Patten. So that's a, that's a fun one. Um, I wouldn't say it's Citizen Kane. No. Uh, and then another one on the honorable mentions is one movie that I, I absolutely love, but 
we'll get into why I don't include on the list because I don't really think it's it's about poker, but I don't really think it's a poker movie, so to speak. It's more of a western for me. Is Maverick? That's a great movie. It's yeah. fun. The poker in it is just terrible. It is some of the worst poker I've ever seen. Yeah, it's, it's plus it's five card draw. Yeah, and that's family it's so annoying to right. watch yeah. five card draw. So I left that off. Of course, that's a fun movie too. And uh, Mel Gibson's great. And Jerry Foster's great. Yeah. Okay. Now I'm gonna get into my top five. Yeah, let's the do Ironclad it. Locks. Again, these are top five poker movies. I'm not going to say that every one of these movies is a classic, because they're not, okay? But we'll get to the truly upper echelon toward the bottom of the list. Okay, number five. This might be surprising, because when I when I did a little research and looked at other people's, the Konyashenti's opinions, this was like the poker movie to end all poker movies. The Cincinnati Kid, okay? Yeah. Starring the great Steve McQueen, Carl Malden. Uh, Eugene Robinson. Yeah. That's his name, Eugene Robinson? Yeah, 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 I think so. Yeah, the guy who goes, hey, Chicago's my town, see? He doesn't yeah. talk like that. Doesn't... <laughs> Edward G. Robinson, there we go. Sorry. Yeah. All right. Um, and uh, Anne Margaret. Yes. <laughs> now, <laughs> I watched this movie again in preparation for the podcast, and I was struck by a few things, because what I remember from the movie is there's some really good action, especially after like the hour market picks up when he starts playing. They the yeah. premise is basically Paul, uh, Steve McQueen is playing this marathon poker as the Cincinnati kid against the like the old guard, yeah. played by uh, Edward G. Robinson. And the first hour, though, is just slow as all get out. Like, yeah. nothing happens. And it's a very overly sexualized movie. Like, Anne Margaret yeah. is basically walking around looking skimpy and, and yeah. basically having having uh, relations. Yeah, uh, unabashed. Unabashedly, yeah. So, so that kind of caught me off guard. I didn't really thinking about that going in but the poker itself it drew me in there's some very memorable hands and the acting throughout is uniformly yes. fantastic so arguably also, one of steve mcqueen's best performances yes there's also a lot of great like iconic lines uh like as long as i'm around you're good kid but as long as i'm around you always be second best right uh early on there's a memorable scene where steve, steve mcqueen calls a, a hot shot he's like i don't think you have a call you know just yeah, yeah. that whole Steve McQueen is the quintessential fool, so it, yeah. it works overall. It's a good movie, but not as good maybe as the hype. What do you think of the the movie overall and the poker within? Uh, the the poker in it was rock salad. I oh, it, and I want to mention it's five card. It's five card stud, stud uh, which is an old old school yeah. sort of game. Um, any stud you see anymore is primarily going to be seven card stud, um, which has a little bit more, I guess maneuvering ability than five card stud um there's a lot less factors involved in five card stud i thought the final hand again this was kind of a groundbreaking movie because i can't really remember if there was really a poker movie before the cincinnati kid that really meant anything to anybody right. um so it kind of suffers and maybe it set the precedent of making the climax this hand showdown between two guys where both hands are clearly too strong to fold, no matter how high the stakes. Like, if someone was going to bet his life on the hand, he would, well, yeah, i got a call with this hand. If it, how can I possibly fold? The last hand is, it's a full house versus a straight flush. Right. I and, mean, it's so bogus. And it's any like, poker player will tell you, I, I don't know if I've ever had a straight flush. If I did, it was, like, once randomly. Right. It's so impossible. Yeah. To get. The, the odds of that are just The odds are so, so small. Uh, and he's got a, a full house, you know? And more to the point, earlier in the uh, in the, the movie, the character with the straight flush was implied to have bluffed 
another guy's hand out, uh, which was a very good film uh, scene right there in that movie too, where he actually shows a bluff pulled off right, and it was just this very brazen move that he does, where he just did it with such confidence, like there's no way I'm losing to you. I know you're not going to call because you're just stupid enough to fold this hand. And that was incredible. Um, so aside from that bad precedent being set of having the climax being clearly, uh, it's, you already know what's going to happen. It's like the, the deck was rigged. There was no way this was going to turn out any other way. But aside from that, yeah, I thought that movie was extremely iconic. Uh, it kind of opened the doors to the whole world of poker to uh, the casual movie viewer, I thought. Uh, which was obviously a good thing. Um, I can't really complain too much about this movie. I thought this was probably one of the best poker movies ever made, and arguably one of the best movies ever made. Interesting. Yeah, I, yeah I'm going to focus on the poker. Definitely one of the best poker movies of all time. I don't know about the best movies of all time, but it's a classic. Yeah, I think for... top 100 for sure. Wow, wow, no, not for me. Really? I come with no, I could come wow. with 700. Okay. But, uh, you know, hey, I'm a child of my generation, maybe <laughs> <laughs> let's 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 ski daddle actually to a more current movie, number four on my list. I have I had a tough time between number four and three. They're very close to me. One of them I think is a far better movie, and okay. one of them I think is a better poker movie. All right. So let's go ahead and start with what I think is the better poker, or excuse me, the better movie, but the less poker. All right. Mississippi Grind. This came out in I want to say 2015. Yeah, it wasn't all that long it was ago. Very recent. Um, it stars. Ben Ryan Mendelsohn Reynolds. and Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds is great. Yes. And an underrated series actor when he wants to be. Right. But Ben Mendelsohn, I think, is I one think of the best actors going. I was just great. This was so the good. first I ever saw him in anything, uh, and I was just blown away by this guy. He, What an incredible range of emotions this guy can pull off, too. Yeah, and without overacting at all. Yeah. And, and, the, and some people at home might not know who he is, even. Uh, you I, might know him yeah. as like the general from Rogue One. Yeah, he was okay, in that. Go ahead and check check him out in this. A little more uh, degree of difficulty. But he's basically a loser, yes. a degenerate gambler. Yes. It, it focuses on on how he got into that predicament, how he tries to get out of it. That's and that's a common theme of all these movies. Right. They're always playing catch up, right? right? Again, a lot of parallels you can draw to life there. Mm -hmm. But I liked especially how it treated. Um, he has a, you know, a broken home situation. Right. And he kind of relies on Ryan Reynolds as yes. as a true in the, in the best sense in a fraternal way. Right. Uh, also, our hometown of St. Louis figures yes. very prominently. Yes, they actually go to St. Louis. And the reason that it's only four is, I think, quality wise, it's it's great. It's it's a very good film. But poker wise, it starts out heavier on the poker, and yes. it finishes with no poker yeah. whatsoever. So. As far as it goes, I think it barely qualifies. I know you disagree. This is kind of like the Die Hard. Is it, is it a Christmas movie? Thing? Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, I, I have to, on further reflection, the poker in this movie is so good, uh, you can't disregard this Wonderful. at all. You've got to at least acknowledge that it's got some uh, significance in the pokey, poker movie genre. Mm -hmm. um, and while not exclusively a poker movie, I think it definitely I, 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 it qualifies. We'll go ahead and put Thank it on you. number four. Thank you. He's deferring <laughs> on my podcast. But the quality of poker was, was excellent and realistic. It was very good. Uh, there's two crucial scenes that uh, stand out. The first one is it's on this, it's like a riverboat mm -hmm. sort of gambling house sort of thing. And he's in this poker tournament. And uh, a guy has bet into him on the, the flop, which is the first street of betting, more or this less. This is Texas Hold'em. Yes, this is Texas Hold'em. This is the poker. The Cadillac, play, by the way. Yes, the Cadillac of poker. 
and this will come up later, I'm sure, in the podcast. <laughs> uh, and so uh, Ben Mendelsohn's character has a marginal hand. It's not great. It's something, but it's definitely not super strong. And this guy bet into him pretty big, and he makes a cautious call. Um, eventually, the river gets shown, and Ben Mendelsohn's hand hasn't really improved much at all. And the guy who was betting into him now goes all in. Puts his, all the rest of his chips in the middle, basically challenging Ben Mendelsohn to make a very, very, very hard decision. And so Ben Mendelsohn tells a joke. And based on the reaction of the person who made the bet, he decides to call. And it was actually a very realistic uh, move on his part because everyone on the table laughs because it's a very funny joke. Uh, and the guy who, you know, he's basically trying to make a decision about just kind of smirks kind of smugly, not, not really enjoying the joke at all. Mm-hmm. Basically saying he was not in the mood to be laughing at anything at this point. Basically, I mean, he was not comfortable at all. Really? So he makes the call with the marginal hand and the guy immediately mucks his hand. And he takes down the pot and wins a good chunk of money. So I thought that was very good technically. And then there was another scene later on where he's playing in a private poker game and he has uh, an overwhelmingly strong hand, and he gets it all in before the river comes down. And That's he, the last yeah, he gets another person to call, and he's got aces full of jacks, and she just has three aces, and she's just, oh my god, I can't believe I made that call. I'm so stupid. Oh, this is terrible. Well, then the river comes and gets gives the other lady a better full house, <laughs> and he's just absolutely crushed. And, and I- I really wanted to talk about that. Yeah, one, I mean, it's we've all been time. there, right? And 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 again, not just in, at a poker table. I've been there literally, mm-hmm. but in life, you're gonna have that, you know. And, yeah. and again, it's, these catastrophes. It's all about struggle and perseverance. And yeah. that movie, I mean, that's one also that I think everyone would enjoy, whether you like poker yeah. or not. It's it's totally totally good, solid all the way through. Mm-hmm. Um, just a great movie. Can't recommend it enough. Yeah. Three. Number three. This one made number three because it's more about poker. Yes. And it has one crucial element that no other movie on this list can have, which is that the great Bob Dylan, God rest <laughs> his soul, in the future when he dies, which could be any second now. <laughs> he could be dead now. He could be dead know. during the podcast. Go, please, <laughs> no, <Nolan. laughs> Not only do they play his music during the movie, but they also, he wrote a song especially for the movie, To Be Graced by Bob condescension to wow. write you a song. I mean, you're automatically in the that, top I five. didn't know that. This is yes, news to me. Yes, he wrote the song. The, the closing theme song is written by Bob Dylan. It's fantastic. And the movie is Lucky You. It's from oh, yeah. yes. 2007, starring the not great Eric Banya. <laughs> the sometimes okay. The delightful Drew Barrymore. Oh, mommy. <laughs> Easy, fella. And... Uh, who else is in this movie? Oh, Robert Downey Rob, Jr. makes a commitment. There, Robert Duvall is Robert in this? D- and the great Robert Duvall, yes. who steals the show. Yes. Okay. Plus a number of professional poker player cameos. Oh, yeah. Uh, Daniel Negron is in it. Barry Greenstein. The wonderful Sammy Farha. Runner uh, up at the 2003 World Series. It's a, it's, a, it's a delight for any fan of poker. Yes. It has so many Easter eggs. But at the center of this movie... We'll get to the realistic poker now. <laughs> is, uh, is the father and son relationship yes. between... Robert Duvall, who plays one of the all-time greats at poker, right. and his son, who's, who's just a good poker player, grinding his way through the, the circuit, Eric Banner. Oh. I have to make a confession. First. All right. I do not like Eric Banner. I'm not crazy about him. Like, I don't hate him, but I don't, it doesn't, you mm-hmm. know. 
compared to Robert Duvall, I mean, it's, it's just not. I thought he was he was adequate though. He was in adequate. This movie. Drew Barrymore also. I'm not a huge. No, I fan cannot of her. stand Drew Barrymore's acting ability. But damn, did she look good in this movie? Easy, easy, fella. <laughs> And she, she actually played. She was pretty good for this role. I've too. talked to the Catholic movie. I don't know if she's a tra- if if Drew Barrymore is attractive or not. I just I really don't know. But yes, her what she has is this quirkiness, mm-hmm. and she brings it to every movie. And a certain and the, amount of innocence. Yeah, and, uh, it, it's a weirdness, an otherworldliness, and mm-hmm. innocence, but also at the same time, kind of a flirtatious. Right. It's a weird combination. Some movies it works, some it doesn't. In this movie, with her character, I thought it worked very well. Right. Plus the uh, subject matter, I thought lent, it well, exactly. lent itself well. Basically, she's she's uh, trying to read, you know, whether Eric Bain is serious about her or not, right. and he's trying to, at, by turns, convince her of his earnestness and play her for a fool, right. while at the same time trying to live up to his father. He's walking right. his father's shadow. It culminates with the World Series of Poker. Very entertaining movie. Very good movie. How was the poker? I, I thought this movie and this. This might ruffle some feathers, but I actually thought this movie had some of the best cinema poker I've ever seen. Doesn't ruffle my feathers. I can't and agree more. I, the, abs- every poker scene was spot on. They did everything right. Uh, that was believable. The strategy in it was very good. The calls that he he makes some calls with some extremely extremely marginal hands, based them almost totally on reads and the way that the, the hand played out. Uh, that was very impressive. In a believable way. Yeah. And, and it's not just like, oh, I call. Yeah. It, 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 they they it walk you through it. It wasn't like the Simpsons poker where exactly. Mr. Burns is going, can you beat nine high? <laughs> oh, fuck, I'm eight high. No, it wasn't exactly. that, that sort of thing. That but is, it was, uh, you know, very, very, whoever their poker consultant was for this movie was very good. Well, they probably had many with all the cameras. Yeah, I mean, so. they had every poker pro in the world at the time in this movie, so... And I want to—I don't want to spoil the movie because you should watch it. Yes. Um, but the ending has a, a twist, kind of. Of and sorts, it, yes. It's—it's it's sort of a Cars-esque twist mm-hmm. if you—if you're familiar with that movie, but in a way that is believable based on how they set up mm-hmm. the character relationships. Right. And to poker players, I think would make sense because it culminates in a head-to-head matchup where the two pro—the two pros know what's going on. Yes. And they don't care if anyone else knows what's right. going on. So, uh, I really love it. And by the way, the song at the end of the movie is one of the absolute best songs. It is a good song. It could go to number one. Who knows? We don't know. <laughs> but it's at three right now. Yeah, I, I think that this movie is... It's amazing to me because I remember when it first came out, I never heard anything about it. The reviews on it were kind of so-so. And then I watched it with my wife on Netflix one day, and I just just loved this movie. Yeah, it was it, really, really good. This is one though I think yeah if you're a poker player you'll love it more than I yes know. it's it's a but it's, it's a forgotten good. gem in my I opinion. could go on and on about it but people only Time have is so short. long of an yeah. attention span <laughs> so we got to go to number two <clears throat> now to me like when you you know you play fantasy football but you don't like it no but when you're ranking players you have tiers yes. you, know, you have a list but you have tiers sure. these these movies were in tier two okay to me. And there's a clear tier one for me. All you right. may disagree. Let's have it. Number two is a, is last year, or is very it recent. It was, it was last, last year, year. Yeah, 2017. It barely missed my top ten, but the more I think about it, I think it should have been in there, and it was better than ones I put in there. You know how hindsight is. Molly's Game. It's an Aaron Sorkin screenplay and directing based on a real book by yes. Molly. What's her name? Bloom. Molly Bloom, Bloom, who is a real like 
mistress who yes. ran her own private poker game. Yes, and she is played by the fantastic, fantastic yes. Jessica Chastain. Again, politics leaves something to be desired. Yeah. Uh, not a Trump fan, probably. Probably not. Probably not. Probably no one not. is. But yeah, it, it's great. Kevin Costner's great in it as the father. Yeah, and Kevin Costner didn't drive me nuts. No, Every usually time he opened his mouth. Usually it was super annoying. Yeah, but and he who's, was. Who's the other guy? Idris Elba. Idris Elba plays the attorney for Molly Bloom. She he was very good. Um, uh, the wonderful Michael Sarah yes, plays the uh, the notorious the, the complete celebrity jerk. personality. Yes. Um, you can Google and you'll basically there's a famous Hollywood game yes. and lots of actors played in it. Famous and, and, and very very rich sort of hotshot sort of guys would come play this underground game. And Molly Bloom basically started out as kind of a secretary for the game because she had a job for this complete jerk who lived in California who was in over his head in debt, but he ran this uh, poker game on the side because it got him in touch with all these sort of A-list personalities. And then she realized, hey, I could probably do this on my own. I can make my own game. And look at the money I'm making on tips. If I ran this game, I'd make even more money. This is a no-brainer. I'm going to start my own game. And so she and this other celebrity, who kind of remained uh, anonymous in the book and in the movie, but I actually I know who that guy is supposed to be, um, supposed to be the infamous Tobey Maguire, Whose antics at these underground, yeah, whose antics at these underground poker games were nothing short of deplorable. Uh, they started this poker game on the side, and then when uh, the celebrity wasn't getting things exactly the way he wanted, he basically, you know, conspired with a few other people to get her ousted, and so she moved her poker game from L.A. to New York, where it exploded even more, and. Uh, yeah, and, and I mean, what I love about this is not only, of course, there's a lot of realism because it's based on a true story. Yeah. I'm sure there's flourishes, of course. Yes. But it combines two of my favorite things, which is poker and the courtroom drama. Toward the <laughs> I end. was going to say, this, this, you must have been absolutely ecstatic because not only did it have poker in it, but it had lawyers. It's basically... All over the place. It is. It's basically a combination of... The movie that's going to be number one on this list. And A Few Good Men. That's all you need to know. You had me at hello. It's it's it's, it's already one of the all-time cable champions, which is you see it on your TV. You just It doesn't matter if you're 50 minutes in or 5 or 15. You're going to sit and you're going to watch it. because I have to say, it was, it's it, just it was amazingly entertaining. And so, Yes, exactly. Entertaining as the day is long. How was the poker itself, though, as portrayed? I thought the poker was very good, and it was very typical of your home game sort of poker that you get. That's Because right. this wasn't professional poker players by right. any stretch of the imagination. There were a couple of dudes who could have passed as professionals that played in her game, but by and large, she wanted to bring in these fish, the which fish. is a term for bad poker players, for the sharks to feed off of. Uh, and her job was to find new players, new fish for the game pretty regularly, because if she ran out of fish, you know, the big players who had all the money wouldn't come, and they were kind of the big draw. Mm -hmm. So, uh, you know, I thought that the game dynamic, especially that scene where that, that, that casino regular comes in and he's playing wow. really tight, and he gets bluffed out of mm. the hand by the worst player at the table. The problem was he didn't know that he was the worst player at the table. He just thought he was another guy who mm. would clearly not be betting this huge without something really, really huge. And so he lays down a really big hand only to find out that he got bluffed out. And he goes on this tilt, which is when you start 
behaving erratically at the poker table and start making really bad decisions. Yeah. And he goes on, what, it's like a 1.2 million downswing. That's right. It's, oof. And again, uh, when we, we draw a parallel to uh, salvation history, mm-hmm. the Catholic life, yeah. you could be going along, just you're fine. doing just fine, and you have one fall, and instead of uh, picking yourself back up, you just you let your pride get involved. Exactly, yes. and you lead yourself into despair and a descent into hell. Yeah. Again, poker has a lot to teach us. Yes. This movie's great. Some people call it the devil's game. Others. I disagree, Others. however. No, just a fun card game. Yeah, <laughs> people who never know how to play call it the devil's game. So. Well, the devil, if he invented this game, it's a fine game. <laughs> Let's go to number one on the list. Are you ready? This I'm is right. an easy. This is the easiest thing I ever had in the world. Was there any doubt? There was never a doubt because I don't care what you think of it as a movie. I happen to love it as a movie. <laughs> it's by far the greatest poker movie of all time. Yes. Rounders, starring the wonderful Matt Damon and Ed Norton, John Malkovich in a, a ham chewing the scene every scene he's in. John, John Turturro has like three seconds of dialogue. And he he's like he just like pops out in the weirdest times. He's it's like a, everywhere for some reason. <laughs> it's, it's, ah. an, it's, an, it's an immaculate movie in the sense it's not flawless at all. It's flawed through and through. Yes. It's flawed so much, it's flawless. Yeah. It's wonderful. It's everything I love about, it, about movies and I try to make my life. Just enough chinks in the armor so that if you look at it close enough, it looks like a diamond when it reflects, you know? So here we go. Rounders. First thing I want to say, I want to give a credit to the Tim Man, who's here in spirit. He's not here, actually, because... Love you, buddy. You know, him and Joe, they go, it's fireworks, okay? I, they, I have no problem with oh, that. Oh, no, no, he, he has, has no problem with you. Problem with it's me. just, you know, occasionally in poker, he's not that happy. So, <laughs> the Tim Man came up with a synopsis for this movie that I will never forget. I have never forgotten. He told me, however many years it was, almost 20 now? 20 years now that this movie has existed. It's been around a while. Here's the plot synopsis for Rounders. Shrewish girlfriend stands in the way of man's reasonable poker (laughs) dream. (laughs) Well, that's... That's basically the long and short of it. Yeah, that should be on IMDb. (laughs) Matt Damon's going to law school. He doesn't like law school. Who does? It's boring. It's a lot of work. He wants to play poker. So he moonlights as an underground poker player. His girlfriend, with whom he lives in sin, says, no, go to law school like me. She's she's going to law school, too. He says, nah, I'm going to go to the World Series of Poker. That's basically the movie. If you're not in on that premise, I don't know if we can talk. You know, it's really funny because I actually saw Rounders before I was really that into poker. And it was because at the time I just didn't understand the strategy. So I assumed poker was just like any other pit game like Mm. blackjack or roulette or anything else like that. That just there was so much variance. There was so much luck involved. I was like, well, come on. And then, the, the you know, in the movie, he's talking to his girlfriend. They're fighting, but she found out that he promised that he would never play poker again. And then she found out that he was actually playing poker again, but he won, and he felt alive for the first time in however many years. And he basically takes a stand and says, listen, how, why do you think the same guys are always in the final table of the World Series of Poker? But they're just the luckiest guys in the world. And it's like, well, wait a second. That's right. Why are all the same guys? at the? Why are there successful poker players, but there's not any successful Baccarat or roulette or craps players. There's not, you know, professional roulette. There is professional poker, however. So clearly someone's figured out the strategy. Mm-hmm. And that's what kind of turned me on to that game when I realized that it was primarily a skill-based game. Uh, so that movie kind of opened the door in a certain way. It did to me, too, actually. Yeah. I mean, right when I was getting into poker is when I started watching it. And we would have poker games in college. 
where some of the people actually go from the bottom of the deck so but, and were caught eventually. Ugh. But they would just have rounders on in the background on yeah. a continuous loop for yeah. hours and hours yeah. all night long. That sounds wonderful. Did we ever get tired of it? No, we did not. No. And it's an endlessly quotable movie. It is. In the game of life, women are the race. <laughs> that you, was an incredible, an incredible, uh, incredible turn of phrase there, and uh, an insightful one. <laughs> no offense. <laughs> um, if you don't recognize the sucker at the table, you're the sucker. You're the sucker. Yeah. Check, check, check. He should have paid me. I feel so unsatisfied. Etc. It's endlessly quotable. His I'm sorry, John. I don't remember. All of gutter blood can't get rid of him. <laughs> exactly. Malkovich is just the best caricature of a Russian accent you ever heard. Yes. No one talks like that. It doesn't matter. And his tracksuit's fantastic. He amazing tracksuit because every poker player in the 90s wore a damn tracksuit. That's right. They, and some still do. Some still Hat tip do. to Scotty Wynn. Um, also, the, the movie combines a lot of things. It has a relationship angle. Yes. It has the coming-of-age story angle. Mm-hmm. It has a father-son relationship with... Matt Damon and the Martin Landau yes. judge figure, yes. and it has the buddy comedy with him and Ed Norton. Yes. It has it has so much in such a tight package. I mean, seriously. Yeah, and it there have been rumors aplenty yeah. for years now of a rounders too, um, but they've never been able to sit down and actually decide on what the rounders two would be. Um, rounders was this was. Rounders was made in the 90s, so well before the poker boom even occurred. So this was a poker movie before poker was cool. And now, unfortunately, poker has fallen out of favor, by and large, in the United States since 2011, with some of the uh, despicable acts of certain poker personalities around an event called Black Friday. Um, That's for another discussion. Um, But I love uh, some of the old footage they play of Johnny Chan in the World Series of Poker. Uh, back in the day when he is uh, up against the now legendary Eric Seidel, but he's a very, very young Eric Seidel in the footage that we see. Mm-hmm. Uh, interesting about that movie was that the infamous hand where Eric Seidel shoves all in with a single pair and Johnny Chan had been slow playing a, uh, a, a set from the very beginning, um, you know, kind of gave Eric Seidel this kind of sucker image, like, oh, what a fool, he just you know gave all the money. Eric Seidel is one legendary boss of a player. Okay? Yeah. But let's just put that out there. And that's another lesson that we can tie this one up on. It doesn't matter how you're perceived yeah. by people at the table or people in public. What well, it does, is and it, it doesn't. You know, you can use your perception to your advantage. Yes. But what matters at the end of the day is your bankroll. Right. And nobody has to know about that. Right. So that's what determines a good poker player. Right. And Eric Seidel is every bit of a poker player. One of the all-time highest exactly. money earners in the world. So he'll be happy to take that sucker image and make money off yeah. it by basically playing against it for the next 30 years. A couple of uh, fun factoids regarding uh, certain members of the cast. Uh, Matt Damon in an interview talked about when they were first filming the scenes with uh, Teddy KGB, which is the infamous Russian player that John Malkovich plays in Rounders. Um, they're doing this take, and John Malkovich hadn't quite gotten the voice down yet. <laughs> and so it went something like this. If you don't have my money, you are not. And Matt Damon's like, what? What did he say? And at the end of the, they they cut, and they take a break, and John Malkovich goes like, 
seriously, though, I'm a really bad actor. <laughs> so he was kind of insecure with the role. Awesome. I wouldn't have known because no. it's legendary it afterwards. So good. Um, it's all, go oh, ahead. No, no, no. It's also the best use of Oreo cookies in a movie <laughs> ever. Not even close. I'm not sure if I like Oreos more or less since well, that movie. Well, you can't eat them the same way, that's no. for sure. No, no. But yeah, it, it's a little, and that and that scene again, it gives you an insight into the concept of tells without belaboring it, turning right. it into Mike Caro's, you know, book of tells. <laughs> it's just, it, it has a lot of insight into poker. The poker it just literally makes a, a cameo in this movie. That book. It, oh yeah, exactly. Yeah. I bought the. I bought. The, I have that book. I bought the video cassettes, the VHS. He has a great YouTube it. video on it too. It's very simplistic and rudimentary. But oh it's, yeah, yeah. It's, it's good. It's fun to watch. But again, it it, it contains enough insight to be. Uh, a useful poker movie, but also heightens the action and the drama enough to keep the average person interested. Yeah. Just a fun movie. And then, uh, not that it matters too much with the movie, Matt Damon actually has uh, dallied a little bit in professional poker. Mm-hmm. Uh, he played in the World Series of Poker main event. And as fate would have it, he gets eliminated by Eric Seidel. Uh, in the, fi- <laughs> the final hand he ne- plays, he gets eliminated by Eric Seidel. So never let it be said that God has no sense of humor. Yeah, it was, I thought, very poetic. But... There you have it, folks. The top five poker movies of all time. And I think it's a pretty great list. Yeah. You can't really pick a bone with it. Joe, is there anything that I left out that you think deserves a mention here? Well, not so much in the movie realm, but in uh, as far as poker uh, relating to life in general, um, there's a, oftentimes a temptation to start playing the way that bad players play because they seem to have all the luck. Mm-hmm. And how often do we see people like, well, they're not doing what I'm doing. They're not living a moral-centered life. And they're falling backwards into success. backwards into success. And I am just trudging through the muck. What? You know what? Forget this. I'm not going to do with the things that I'm supposed to do anymore because they're doing the wrong things and getting rewarded, and I want to be rewarded. Don't do that. Mm-hmm. It's going to bite you in the long run. It might feel good. In the short run, but man, you're going to feel it, and it's not going to be good. Right. You can take the easy way out and get some success randomly, but mm-hmm. in the long haul, it's not going to be a winning strategy, and that's that applies to your personal life, morality, and poker. So Too if, true. if there are any women still listening, thank you. <laughs> um, to anyone who's still we listening, you. go check them out, and uh, leave me comments, leave me reviews, and check out Jono's Cigars, and you may even see... A familiar face, or, or hear a familiar voice on his cigar. There's some wonderful, wonderful people <laughs> on this channel, and believe me, they don't come around very often. <laughs> Joe, thank you so much. For, hey, for thanks, on. buddy, for finally having me on. It's been Maybe uh, we'll, a, a dream of mine. It is. We've been talking about it, and not for lack of trying, but for lack of availability. But <laughs> It maybe, almost didn't happen tonight. Exactly. <laughs> rain almost prevented it, but... I wonder if we can maybe do a cigar movie podcast in the future. I think it's worth. Together. I think it's worth a shot. We'll take that one to the to the to the lab to the workshop, and we'll get back to you. Until next time, I'm the Catholic movie guy, and I'm out. <laughs>